0: Hello everyone, my name is Marissa Hagler, my pronouns are she, her, and welcome back to Hurdling Through Hard Times. Today I have a few guests with me. Hi, my name is Madeline Kivett.
1: Hi, I'm Alex Ebanks. Banks.
0: Do you guys want to go into a little bit more about who you guys are?
2: Yeah, so I am 18 years old and I am a freshman in college. I hope to one day work in the mental health field maybe with children, like younger, um, or young adults. I just love working with kids. Um, right now I'm a nanny for two families and I go to schools throughout the week with a local organization in my town. Um, and I talk to students about mental health. I tell them my story to help them know that they're not alone. And it is truly so rewarding for me and the students. Um, and you know, coming off of that, I have a mental health Instagram account that Alex helps me run. Um, I started it in 2021, and Alex joined us about three months ago. Um, so it truly is just been an opportunity of a lifetime. It's been so much fun to run, and I love doing stuff like this.
1: As I said before, my name's Alex. I'm a senior in high school. Uh, like and said, I joined the account about three months ago, and my whole life, it's always been a dream to be able to promote mental health and spread my journey and speak for those who don't really find the voice though they have one. Um, Aside from mental health, I play baseball at the high school level as of now. Um, I know in the future I want to be something along the lines of like a psychiatrist or a therapist or something along the mental health lines. But right now I'm just focusing on the account we've made. We have 29.3K followers and yeah.
0: Yeah it's pretty cool. I came across you guys and was like wow this is like successful. I was like okay. Um, Well today we're going to be having a conversation about mental health. I have some questions for them to answer and overall this episode doesn't necessarily have a specific plan but we're just going to see where these questions take us. So guys I wanted to ask what color is your heart today? What color do you feel like represents your soul?
2: I feel like my heart is yellow today and I feel like I try to keep it yellow every day. Um, I know that that's so like cliche, like you <laughs> yellow, but I just feel like, you know, like I try to carry like joy and peace in my heart um, and I feel like that would represent yellow.
1: I think my heart would be more of like a red today just because that's the foundation of a heart. The heart's red and I think that signifies happiness and that's what also what I try to do every day.
0: Period. Okay. Well, I'm feeling like a, like a light purple, but like in a good way, like in like a happy kind of ang- like anxious and excited way, just cause I'm like nervous for the episode, but yeah, let's just get right into it. Okay. So starting things off, I wanted to ask if you guys wanted to share your experience and your journey with mental health.
2: Okay. So kind of like a condensed version, I, um, started to see anxiety in like every aspect of my life basically like the week before junior year. Um, COVID happened for me, my sophomore year of high school. So I had already been out of school since April, it's August and I'm about to start my junior year. And I had a panic attack while I was driving. Um, I had had panic attacks before I had experienced anxiety before, but nothing like that while I was driving. I wasn't really sure how to handle this situation, but, um, throughout, like, work and school and things like that, starting, like, I just felt like I couldn't do anything. Um, I did isolate myself for a little while just because I was embarrassed, and I felt like I couldn't go places. I felt like I couldn't, you know, do the things that I wanted to do, and so it was hard for me to really find, like, an outlet and, like, where I belonged, Um, and so I started taking a medication, and it actually made me suicidal, so... I stopped taking it, um, and from then I struggled with suicidal thoughts and depression for a couple of months. Like just every day for a couple of months, and it was really hard. Um, and then I ended up doing my second semester of junior year online because I felt like I couldn't go to school. Um, I failed classes due to absences. I almost failed my entire junior year, so it was just a really rough time for me. And there are other details that that you know go into everything, and it's just like. I w- it was just one of those times where I didn't feel like I was ever going to make it out of it alive. Like, I truly thought that it was going to take over me. Um, and so I, my parents and I have always been very close, and so they knew what was going on. I didn't have to tell them what was happening. They knew because they spent so much time with me that they could tell something was wrong. Um, And so I ended up getting medicated in April of 2021. And I still take that medication now. So I am very pro medication. It's changed my life. It has absolutely been life changing. I missed out on a lot of things my junior year, I didn't go to prom, I didn't go to out like outings with my friends, I didn't go to football games, anything like that. Um, So really just missed time and felt like I, you know, didn't belong somewhere. But a couple months after that, when things started to get better, is when we started the Instagram, and I just feel like my life has completely taken a turn since. Okay,
0: period. <laughs> um,
1: my whole life I've experienced anxiety. I didn't hit the depression part until I would say about seventh grade, when I lost my uncle. Um, normally I would have time to grieve, and I think if I would have had that time to grieve and you know got over, it, it would have been a little easier. But going on to eighth grade, my eighth grade year, I think I had a lot of time to not accept the fact that he had passed. So I was talking to this girl, and I feel like that was the one of the biggest cover ups of and escapes that I didn't have to accept what is. Um, As soon as that ended, my freshman year, that was also my COVID year. I was, I think, I was failing four out of the seven classes from both semesters. Um, Leading on to my sophomore year, I also was failing, but then I got my grades up, stuff started mellowing out. Um, The anxiety part of my life, it's been as early as first grade. Uh, I wouldn't be able to go to school on certain days because I was scared what other people would say to me, what teachers would think of me, and You know, there's a lot of stuff that anxiety does to me today that doesn't allow me to do things that I love. But just because I have depression and anxiety now, it's not going to prevent me from trying to do the things I love and getting back on track.
0: Okay, period. So throughout both of your guys' journeys, do you think there was anyone specific or any few people that might have helped you become the person that you are today?
2: I really think that my relationship with my parents has been, like, huge during my journey. Um, I really, I saw a lot of, like, friendships, like, start to decline when I didn't, like, feel like going out anymore and doing things anymore. And that, like, obviously was hurtful, but I always had, like, my parents and my sister to lean on because I have good relationships with them. And now, like, the friends that I have, all of the friends that I have, like, everyone that's in my, like, circle or in my corner, like, they all have or have or have been through something with mental health. Um, And so that is definitely helpful because it makes me feel like, they understand. I know that if I were to go somewhere with them and have a panic attack, they would get it. It it wouldn't be embarrassing. Um, and of course, like, I really just think like having the community on Instagram, like I don't ever want to be looked at. And like Alex and I've talked about this, like, I don't ever want to be looked at as an influencer, like someone who's not going to respond to the DM. Oh, they have too many followers. So they're not going to respond. Like, no, I want like these people, I want these people to be my friends. Like I want them to feel like they have a friend in us. And so like, I feel like I have 20, nine thousand people constantly cheering me on while also cheering each other on and so I think that starting the Instagram and doing all of this has truly been like one of the biggest parts of like recovery for me
1: yeah so the main people that have helped me out through my mental health struggles has definitely been my parents being number one uh it's never a day that they don't support me uh two would definitely be specific friends I'm not going to go completely into them but a lot of the times, you know, I'd isolate myself from my friends and they would know. They'd be like, we have to get Alex out of the house and we have to spend time with him because they could tell I'm a very emotional person. You can, I'm, I, I give off a lot of body language that shows negative or happy. You can easily tell. He can easily read me. They did a fantastic job of providing what I needed when those times were the worst. And my little brother, he, I don't think he'll ever, he'll ever know how much he's helped me out. But him being here and making me smile when I don't want to, when I can't, when I feel like I can't, has been more than a blessing to me.
0: Yeah, I fully get that. I feel like friends and family are definitely, like, the main people. I know for me, like, my therapist has been, like, a big person for me that just, like, I'm always, like, hoping that she'll cheer me up or, like, do things that are going to, like, give me good advice. So I fully get that um what do you guys think society can do based on like what you guys have all gone through is there anything that you wish was different or you wish that society would do for children or people in general with mental health
2: I think overall just being more understanding um that people go through things and that sometimes we don't know that people are going through things because like I've said like in the past like people don't go to school they don't go to the grocery store they don't go to the gym they don't go anywhere with what they have written on their faces um like for instance I went to the grocery store today and like for, for all anyone could have known, like I was happy and joyful, but like I could have been struggling with something, you know, like you just don't know. And so I feel like um, being aware of stigmatizing language really is important, too. Um, I have gotten a lot of hate on TikTok about talking about how I don't like the term I'm going to kill myself or something that just just if your life is just not going your way and you're like, oh, I'm going to KMS. Like, I hate that. Um, so overall, like, I think being kind, remembering that, you know, your words do hurt people. Um, you don't know what's going on at home. You don't know what's going on at school. You don't know anything about anyone's life from what they look like. And, um, it's just like really important to be kind. I mean, there were times where I was struggling with suicidal thoughts and I went to work and people said things to me and they could have been the littlest things and like they, they really did like a huge dent because I was just struggling. So just being kind, um, making other people feel like, you know, they're, they're understood and they're, they still belong and they're valued even though they're going through things and just remembering that some, some parts of, you know, your, your vocabulary or your language and all that, that society has like made look okay is not okay.
1: The main thing that society can do to help with uh, mental health struggles is have open arms for everybody. A lot of the times, you know, we go out in public and you feel like everybody's judging you or you see other people judging other people. And that is one of the biggest problems with the world itself right now. Um, we also have to focus on ending the stigma, uh, releasing ways that we can provide for those who are struggling with mental health, whether it's posting on Instagram Uh, going to local events or doing things for your school, participating in school events. Um, To me, there's no small act that you can do. So something as simple as posting on your Instagram story um, will do the job.
0: Yeah, I have really enjoyed posting on like the podcast Instagram just because I feel like people, it's easy to share and it's easy to brighten someone's day by seeing like an Instagram highlight or something. So love that. Um, I had a controversial question that I wanted to ask you guys. I've been hearing a lot about people saying like yes or no to therapy. So I wanted to see if either of you were like a yes to therapy or no to therapy kind of person.
2: I don't really have much to say for this question other than the fact that I am a big yes to therapy just because I saw one for almost a year and she gave me tips and like different exercises that I could do to help me and it tremendously changed my life Um, but I do think that it's not for everyone and I think that you should just give it a try and if it's not for you that's okay and if it is that's great.
1: I think that therapy is necessary. I feel like The only problem that comes with therapy is that people feel trapped with a certain therapist and you got to realize that it could take one, two, three or however many therapists that you really think understands you and that you bond with.
0: Okay, cool. So I was also wondering what inspired you guys to start this platform and like how did it get as big as it is today? Like I'm curious because when I saw you guys I was like 29,000 followers and then you said you just started in 2021 like that's not too long ago. So I'm curious as to how that got going.
2: Yeah. So actually, um, I just kind of like, we had a little something that happened in our town that was hard for, um, Bella to go through. And I, um, had been struggling with my mental health for a very long time. And I was basically MIA because I wasn't going to school anymore. And so it was kind of my way of being like, Hey guys, we've been struggling and this is what we want to do to help others know that they're not struggling. Um, so I basically that night just told Bella, I was like, Hey, like, do you want to run this Instagram account with me? And I, um, I started it and we, this was in September of 2021. We had about 20 followers. We posted every single day, even though we only had 20 followers and it did not get attention until January of 2022. So we only had, we didn't even have a hundred followers before January of 2022. Um, and I posted something that I wrote myself to my personal Instagram story and it got like 78,000 likes. And then we just started seeing everything kind of get attention and blow up but the essential like key reason why i wanted to start it was because i just wanted to um just kind of like bring light and just share love with others and let them know that like hey you have a community to turn to if you need one
1: yeah so obviously i'm i didn't create the account but i came across the account because i was really struggling and i actually reached out to that account I didn't I didn't know that Bella and Madeline would connect on such a, I guess, family level. And to me, seeing an account with tens and thousands of followers and they treat you like you're a normal person and they treat themselves and they carry themselves as normal people meant the world to me. A few months after I'd reached out, Bella and Madeline took me in, but before that, Months before I even asked to join, Madeline took me in as one of her best friends. I could definitely say she's one of my best friends way before I met her, where she's living at now. Um, And as I said before, it's always been a dream. So the more and more I got to know them, uh, that opened the opportunity to me to to ask them if I could join.
0: Okay, yeah, because like, it really did blow up. Like, that's so cool. It's just like, That one post can just, like, change everything. I think that's so awesome. And now you're reaching so many people. And I was wondering, uh, just as one last question, what you guys feel like your mental health and social media kind of have, like, going together? Because I know, like, there's positives, there's negatives. I've seen a lot of negatives with social media, so I kind of wanted to see what your guys' thoughts were on that.
2: I personally... um I'm not a huge fan of social media. I enjoy Instagram because I think that it's a little bit harder to be negative on Instagram than it is platforms like TikTok. Um, And so I think if you're using your platform for good and you're using it to show love and light, like I think that's a great way to use social media, but I'm not big I'm like, I just really don't like the fact that people sit behind screens on TikTok and things like that. And they body shame people. They put people down for not looking how society wants them to look. Um, and so I do think social media can create mental health problems because I know that like someone who is in a bad mental space can be, um, you know, can be torn down even more about like you know, someone being rude to them on the internet. So I just hate that that is a part of it. Um, but I do think that when other accounts are using it for good, like we are, it can be, I don't know, uplifting because they see our page as positivity. And I love that.
1: I just wrote a huge English paper about this. Uh, social media definitely has its positives and I think it has a lot of negatives too. Um, one of the main problems i see with mental health is a lot of people portray themselves on social media or like instagram specifically or tiktok that's how it's like how they're really not as a person a picture doesn't represent somebody's emotion um there's been plenty of times where famous influencers have posted tiktoks or posted instagram pictures they're smiling they're happy and then it comes out that they've they they're dealing with depression anxiety and all that uh, mental health struggles definitely don't have a face, and the main negative to social media is the fact that no matter what you see in somebody's posts, you never understand what they're going through unless they talk about it.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that. I really appreciate you guys meeting with me today. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. We definitely need to make another episode though, because I feel like this is just like there were so many things we wanted to get to. But do you guys have any links to any of your like social media accounts besides like the main one we've talked about?
2: Um, yeah, so our we actually have a TikTok that I think has 19,000 followers. So we have um, we we do make videos on there sometimes. I try to post some stuff of, of me like talking in the classroom and things like that. Um, it is the account username is just mental health talk with two Ks at the end. Um, we have Twitter too, and I believe it is the same username as that one because apparently your mental health is a priority is too long of a username on those platforms. So, um, and then of course our Instagram. Instagram is your mental health is a priority. Um, you can find our merch stores. We have two, you can find those, you can find resources, you can find information about us. All of that is in the link in the bio of all of our accounts. Um, so if you need like the suicide hotline, we have NAMI resources there. Um, we have pretty much everything you can learn about mental health there too. Um, so those are definitely links to check out if you're interested.
0: Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so, so much. Thank you guys for tuning in. Remember that you did the best you could stay and that's all you can ask for yourself. You matter. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Please rate and review the podcast on your streaming platforms and I'll see you guys later. Bye guys.